Hello, all you fitness freaks and fuckheads. <laughs> Welcome to the How Should I Bro podcast. Today's show is brought to you by Show Me Comics. Show Me Comics is the premier independent comic book company in the whole wide world. They bring to you their awesome book. It's called Hafu. And uh, they wanted they wanted us to let you know that coming very soon is the sequel, Hafu, book two. We're also brought to you by Extreme Krav Maga Studio Self-Defense. It's where I do all of my personal training at. It's where I do my boot camps, where I do all of my classes. And they also have these awesome self-defense courses. And they do carjacking seminars. They do all kinds of awesome stuff there. So check them out. That's Extreme Krav Maga. So you mean they teach you how to carjack? Right. They're going to teach you what to do if you're trying to carjack somebody and that person knows self-defense <laughs> or has a, also a gun themselves or they try to turn it into like a, like a movie. Like you go to you go to carjack them and it's Charles Bronson in the driver's seat and it's like, fuck, what do I do now? Well, thank God I took that Krav Maga carjacking class because I'll be able to take Charles Bronson's ass right out and get his automobile. The problem is it's like actual modern-day Charles Bronson. <laughs> I hope not because that would just be a skeleton a, a bag of bones. <laughs> so there is something that I, I don't really talk about a lot on the podcast, and it's related to health and fitness and the training and the diet and everything. And I probably don't talk about it because I don't get enough of it myself. I don't, I don't, I don't do it as much as I should, even though I crave it all the time. And get your mind out of the gutters, folks. I'm talking about sleep. And today, I actually had about, I probably got about 10 or 11 hours of sleep today, which is a fucking world record for me. I'm lucky if I usually get like four Five hours a night. Five is a lot of sleep for me if I actually get to sleep for five hours. It's usually like four, four and a half. And my uh, my significant other, she she's a nurse and she works night shift. So on the nights that she's working, which is three days out of the week because she does 12-hour shifts, I'm the one who's having to uh, you know get up with the baby or put him to sleep. And um, I'm not... I'm not a morning person. I'm very much a night owl. I'm I'm very nocturnal. And so when I do finally go to bed, it's pretty late. And my son tends to take after his mother. He's an early bird. He's got to get up. He's got to eat that worm. And so when you combine those two, that means on the nights that I'm with him, I have to, uh, you know, I go to bed very late and then I have to wake up very early with him. And even on the nights that, that she's home and she's with him, I still am not going to bed until extremely late. And I still have to get up early because I have morning clients, I have a job, I have responsibilities, I have duties. So, like I said, if I'm getting four or five hours of sleep a night, that's, uh, that's pretty much par for the course for me. Tim, what are your sleeping habits like? My sleeping habits are, well, they've changed a lot, but um, off and on. So, currently, my sleeping habits are I try to get to bed sometime between... 10 and 11, uh, I wake up at 5 in the morning, and then it's make breakfast, go to the gym, if I can, if both me and Sarah can 
get our shit together and get out the door. Uh, otherwise, it's go to the gym in the evening. But yeah, so wake up at five no matter what. Uh, yada, yada, yada. Morning ritual. Get to work. I usually get to work. It depends on if I go to the gym or not. I'll get to work anywhere between eight and nine. Uh, maybe earlier. Uh, work until five hour commute home, six o'clock. So I've got like maybe two or like three or four hours tops before I have to go to bed if I actually want to maintain right. any kind of function whatsoever. Right. And the problem with that is, is I actually like to stay up. Like, I'm not an early bird. I just do it because I have to. Um, I don't like to sleep at all. It's like as soon as I'm up, I need to get out of bed and start yeah. doing stuff. But yeah, I mean, once I hit like 10 o'clock at night, it's like, this is where like my creative juices are going for my own personal stuff. Like yeah. I'm I'm far enough away from my day job. It's like okay, well, let's let's work on some writing. Let's work on some websites. Let's edit some podcasts. But it's like, well, I got to go to bed. So that's I've got good. Maybe I, half an hour. That's what I was going to get at, and I was going to ask you if if your job wasn't in the way, you know, if if you would prefer to stay up because that's where you feel like you're your most creative. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's what I always hear is that people that are more, I guess, what's that left brain are you know, more creative, but they tend to be night owls because that's when the brain really wants to wake up and be creative and go. And that's, that's my other problem is not only am I wound up from my work day, if I get off at nine thirty or 10 at night and I'm wired from having to be a fucking clown and a character at training all day, then I get home and that's when it's like, Hey, the baby's asleep. Everybody's asleep. Now I can sit down and I can draw, you know, or work on the, Work on the comic book that we have going on or work on this or work on that. But just creatively, that's when your juices are ready to go. So because of all that, I usually don't go to bed till about 2 or 3 o'clock. And so if I have to wake up at sometimes 5.30, sometimes 6, sometimes 7 with Eli or just because I have to get up for, for my job, that leads to not a lot of sleep. But sleep is important because... That is whenever your body goes to work. That is whenever your brain starts to go through and delete a lot of the files during the day that it doesn't really need. So if you've ever heard of like REM sleep and the stages you go through of uh, like deep sleep um, and whenever you're actually dreaming, your, your brain's actually deleting the files it doesn't need because it, it can only remember so many things. It's got to get rid of other stuff. So while you're sleeping, not only are you going through and helping your memory out, that's also when your your hormones are at some of their highest stages, like with testosterone production is whenever you're sleeping. So the recovery process that your body goes through after you've either had a really hard physical day or if you work out and you lift a lot of weights or you do a lot of aerobics and you break your body down aerobically, that's whenever you're going through the recovery process and part of the re, the uh Part of the repair is while you're sleeping. So if you're not sleeping that often during the night, you're not getting to take advantage of all these wonderful processes that your body's going through. So night after night, if you're getting less and less sleep, that's less recovery that you're getting. That's less um, you know, hormone buildup that you're getting. That's less um, REM sleep to where your brain's going to go through and it's going to delete some of these files, open more space up for, for memory, whatever it is. I don't know. Cause I'm not a fucking sleep specialist or anything, whenever it comes to the brain, mm. but, but you get what I'm saying, right? Sleeping is 
very important for you, which is why you take a kid, you take a baby, you know, it's no big deal for them to fucking sleep for like 12, 13 hours. They need it because they're growing. They're going through all this process and sleeping is whenever their brain, their body and everything's building itself up or recovering, whatever. And, um, even as you get older, that is whenever the hormones are playing or, you know, you still got a, a, a big role that the hormones play. And whenever you're sleeping is whenever they're going through their whole process of building up and, uh, uh, letting out secreting whatever word you want to use mm-hmm. is whenever you're sleeping so um i i think the recommended amount of sleep that the experts always say you need is between seven to nine hours a night um so if you're not getting that you are doing your body a huge disservice and you're being very counterproductive to everything that you're doing in the gym if you're not getting that time to recover and then go through the process of rebuilding so today I got like I got like eleven hours of sleep. I came home and I still went to bed at like two o'clock, but I slept because I had nothing else going on. I had nothing I didn't have to get up with the baby. I didn't have any clients to see because I will not see clients on Sunday. It is my one day and it's not to do with anything religious. <laughs> Believe me. It's just it's the one day where I, I just won't allow work to mess with my life. If you're a client and you're listening, yes, you can still text me and all that other stuff, but I'm just, I, I won't go in. I won't do sessions. So basically today I had no reason to not be able to sleep in. And I did. I slept late as fuck. And now you would think that that means the rest of my story would go that I woke up and I felt refreshed. I felt great. I was ready to take on the world. I felt like a million bucks. No, I felt like a fucking zombie. I felt like I was sedated. I felt like I was drugged. I really did. I mean, the whole day, it's just been like a fucking cloud, like a fog over my head. And it's because I got I got more sleep than what I'm used to. And so I really don't think my brain or my body, it went into that recovery stage that it hasn't had for so long and it got it for so much that when I finally did wake up, my brain was like, oh, fuck, I don't know what to do now. I'm just going to stay in this stage for a while. Which is good because when I go to bed tonight and I'll probably get, who knows, I'll probably get my normal four or five hours of sleep again tomorrow. I'm going to wake up feeling incredible. But if I don't put a stop to this, if I don't start going to bed earlier and at least getting, you know, six or seven hours of sleep, it's going to be the same pattern. I mean, within a few days, I'll start feeling like shit again and have to rely on caffeine and all these stimulants to keep me wired up. And uh, I'll feel like shit in the long run. And then a few weeks from now, I'll probably sleep in again and get one day. And it's like, it's a really bad cycle for me to be in. And it really does. It, it takes away from a lot of the, the training and a lot of the dieting that I do because I'm kind of, I'm being very counterproductive with the lack of sleep. So sleep is something that is just as crucial as the diet and the training. And it's such a key component to fitness because of the recovery stage and if you're not getting enough of it, then you're really doing yourself a huge disservice. So sleep, people, sleep. In fact, depending on what time of the day that you're listening to this show, I'm going to help you go to sleep right now. The so what I want you to do... 30-day team nap challenge. The 30-day team nap challenge, that's right. So if you're listening and it's close to your bedtime 
or you're one of those that procrastinates like I do, what I want you to do is I want you to uh, I want you to go into your bedroom right now, or your couch if you prefer your couch, somewhere that you can lay down, or your cave if you hang upside down like a bat. That, yes, if you have like a perch, you can get a <laughs> perch. You can go go outside and climb a tree like a fucking bird, or in the doghouse if you're in trouble with the missus. Ooh, even better. Anyway, I want you to lay down, and I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to think about the following message. I am a chicken. I am a chicken. I am a chicken. And when I clap my hands, you will wake up and you will believe that you are a chicken. You will flap your arms like their wings and you will think that you're laying eggs. God, I wish I had some power of hypnosis so that maybe a few people out there right now would wake up fucking thinking that they were chickens and the people around them would be like, what the fuck is wrong with them? But unfortunately, I know that nobody out there laid down whenever I asked them to because nobody listens to the show <laughs> late at night. Everybody listens to it whenever they're on their way to work or when they're at work and they're trying to get through the day. So, uh, fuck you. Fuck every single one of you for when you listen to the show and not being hypnotized into thinking that you're chickens. <laughs> so fuck every single one of you for that. Chickens are great. Chickens are the com- they're the major component to a fitness lifestyle. Where do you think you're going to get most of your protein from? Eggs and grilled chicken breast. But since you refuse to partake in my hypnosis to become a chicken, then fuck you. <laughs> Sleep wasn't the only thing that I wanted to talk about today. The other thing I wanted to talk about is uh, grocery shopping. So, Tim, yes, I'm sure that you've noticed while doing your your healthy lifestyle and your 30 day challenge that it is very important that you uh, that you stock up on food. That you go grocery shopping quite often. Absolutely, we uh, we go grocery shopping a lot. We usually hit up. Um, we're, we're actually uh, card carrying members of Sam's Club, where we get. A big thing of uh, frozen vegetables. Um, most of our chicken comes from there, like just bags of chicken. And our fruits, our egg whites, like cartons of egg whites. And then we'll like go to the, like, the nearby grocery store for most of our other stuff, like if I need brown rice or oats or if we want regular eggs and bacon, that kind of thing. That's where we go for that. Uh, so it makes 30-day Team Sam mean something completely different. Yeah, 30-day Team Sam's Club. <laughs> but yeah, well, yeah, we usually have to hit up Sam's once once or twice a month because we go through so much chicken and uh, frozen vegetables. But we also get fresh vegetables too. So, well, I yeah, I have to visit the grocery store quite often because we same thing. We go through so much chicken and everything else. Got to stock up on the vegetables. Well. The problem is I live right down the road from a certain big name corporate um, supermarket slash um, department store slash all kinds of cheap shit made in China. So you mean somebody that may also own Sam's Club? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I didn't want to say it, 
But yes, I live right down the street from one of those. And I, I mean, I live down the street from quite a few places. One of my favorites, which is Deerberg's. I like Deerberg's. Deerberg's is, is good. Deerberg's is great. And you know, I don't know if they do this on purpose. They must know something. Or if it's because at this particular area of St. Louis that, that I live, there just tends to be more fitness freaks. But Deerberg's caters to the fitness market out here. And it's funny because there's so many people that I know from the fitness world and a lot of the gyms that I've gone to that I'll see when I go to Deerberg's. But the truth is when it comes time to do the major shopping, most of the time we go to the big department store, chain, whatever up the street. And it's not Deerberg's. That's smart. And it it rhymes with Walmart. It should rhyme with ball sack. It should just be ball sack. For the rest of the podcast, I am going to refer to this store as ball sack. So it's not up to me. If it was up to me, we would go to Deerberg's for all of our grocery shopping. But my significant other, she prefers to go to ball sack. And <laughs> it's just her favorite place to go. She loves ball sack. And if it was up to her, that would be the only place in town. She would just go to Ballsack every day. In fact, she goes to Ballsack more than once a day. I know she goes to Ballsack probably two, sometimes three times a day. And uh, so do I. <laughs> like, it's that convenient. I have caught myself sometimes. I'll go to Ballsack, like if I'm in between clients at work, and I'm like, oh, shit, you know, I needed a quick energy bar or something. I better go to Ballsack. And... Uh, it's just, it's a really bad habit. It's like an addiction. Ball sack is an addiction in our family. But <laughs> anyway, today we went to Ball sack to do our weekly grocery shopping. Because here we probably do. We probably have to go grocery shopping once a week, once every week and a half. And uh, so my significant other, she prefers to go to Ball sack. And we were there today. And what's, what's... It's such a it's such a trade-off with Balsec. It's such a love-hate relationship that I have with them because the products are shit and they're made in China and they're marked up you know so much sure it seems cheap while you're there but if you knew what they were actually manufacturing for the cost you'd be like holy shit because they there's little children in China that are like three years old and some of them are young some of them are younger than my son and they're over there putting all of this stuff together like uh, the chicken like they're actually taking the chicken pieces and putting them together and they get paid like a penny per day to do this stuff and then once Ballsack gets it you know they mark it up like ten dollars however many pounds and you think what a great deal till you realize that the little the little newborn that was putting the chicken together and sometimes maybe they just used that newborn. They took a newborn Chinese kid and threw him into a fucking blender and made the chicken breast out of him. <laughs> and they did it for free. And then I'm buying it for $10 for however many pounds. And I'm thinking I'm getting it. Well, deal. they say it's made from rib meat, but they don't say where the rib meat came right. from. Right. They don't say whose who's rib that is. Um, but anyway, you know, there's that negative side of it. But then the positive is that when I go to ball sack, I feel so much better about myself when I see the other people that shop at Ballsack. Because <laughs> there are some fucking creatures that shop there. And not just that shop there, that work there too. Because there's a fucking cashier that... <laughs> 
Jordan and I call her hot to trot. <laughs> and she uh she's not. <laughs> but and like it sucks because if you go to Ballsack, there's like 30 there's like 30 cash registers but only two are actually staffed. And if you go there during the week, most likely it's going to be hot to trot and then this other guy, I think his name is Reginald. Probably making that up, but that's Reg- a good name. Reginald's fast at what he does, but he just bitches the whole time you're there. And then hot to trot, she uh oh, she's really slow. She's she, and not mentally. I don't know if there's anything. I'm not making fun of her. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with her mentally. Or I'm not going to be making fun of handicapped people on the show. Okay, that's bullying. We don't bully. That's a different podcast. But she's just so fucking slow about her job. And then I thought about it, and I'm like, you know, Ballsack recently put in these uh, like do-it-yourself cash registers, you know, where you go in and you scan the shit yourself and you pay for it, and you just, what's that called? A self-checkout. Self-checkout. They put the self-checkout in, and I think they're really trying to, um, I think they're trying to condition their shoppers to use the, the self-checkout. And so what they're doing is they're only having two cash registers open, and they're putting, you know... Reginald over there, who's good, but he bitches the whole time, and then Hot to Trot, who's slow as fuck. So when you get in her line, you're just like, fuck, this is taking forever. Fuck it. I'll go to the self-checkout. Because I can either go take all my shit and just check it out myself and pay for it and be done, or I can listen to Reginald bitch, or I can just wait forever in Hot to Trot's line. So... I think that's what they're doing is they're trying to condition all their customers to use the self-checkout more and more. And then eventually it's just the whole thing's going to be self-checkout and there'll just be like a couple security people that stay in there to make sure like your bags and shit, they're all fine. But that's beyond the point. I like going to Ballsack because I feel good about myself. Because the people that shop there are some fucking creatures. <laughs> and one of my favorite things to do is to look into their shopping carts. This is no shit. I'm I'm on Snapchat. So if you guys are Snapchatters, make sure you add me. Uh it's it's uh same as my Instagram account. It's Adam Raw STL. And Tim, you're on Snapchat now too. What do you know your name? Uh not off the top of my head. I'd have to search for it. So I'll put it in the show notes. But uh if you got Snapchat, add me on there, and uh, I like to snap out a lot of things. One of the things that I like to snap out, though, I haven't done it in a while. I did it when I first started, and I've only got so much time to remember what all I actually do. Oh, by the way, Tim's is T-Y-M hyphen O-E-S. Right, okay. So find Tim on there. That's T-Y-M hyphen O-E-S. Tim with a Y and O-E-S for Onyx Edge Studios. Oh, okay. That makes sense. At first I was like, Tim Toes? Tim what? What the fuck? Tim Onyx Edge Studios. I will probably change that handle at some point if I can figure out how to do that. But one of the things I liked, I used to like doing when I got Snapchat was I would go to the store and uh, I, I would take pictures of what was in people's shopping carts. And um, I, one time I was in there and I... I, this woman, she was, uh, she was probably at least two hundred pounds overweight, maybe three hundred. When I say overweight, that doesn't mean like that she weighed three hundred pounds. Yeah, I mean she was probably, I don't know, whatever she's supposed to be over that, right? And um, so I asked her. I said, "Hey, you know, I do this thing. Do you mind if I take a picture of your shopping cart?" 
And she was like, uh, yeah, but why, why are you taking a picture of my cart? And I said, because I want to send this out to people so they know the quickest way to get diabetes. <laughs> Holy shit. And after that, she took her cart and she just she just took off. She didn't want me to snap pictures of it. So sometimes I do this shit when I think people aren't looking. I'll snap a picture of what's in their cart. So when and, you say you don't bully people. <laughs> yeah, I'm not bullying them. That's why I'm like, it's easier to just not ask for permission. I'm not taking a picture of them. I just want to know what's in their cart. Because... It will reflect on what that person's health typically is. So if that person is, uh, let's just put it this way. If that motherfucker weighs like six, 700 pounds and you can tell that they, uh, they probably have other conditions too. They're normally coughing a lot or they'll have uh, very pale, wet skin, um, They'll have certain skin conditions. Um, their hair and nails will tell you that there's other things going on besides just the obesity. So realize when I'm saying like the health stuff, it's not. It doesn't just stop at they're grossly fat. All right, the weight thing is just the fat part. There's other stuff to it. Like there's other indicators from their overall appearance that their body is shutting down, not just because of the extra fat that they carry. There's other ways you can look at it that will indicate that they don't take care of themselves. The other one is if you see them in the parking lot and as soon as they get outside, they fire up a cigarette and they probably have like a fucking big gulp sitting in their car. So they just give just absolute jack shit about their overall health and well-being. So anyway, my point is you won't see a person like that with a cart filled full of vegetables and lean proteins. Usually what it is, no, not usually, it always is. They're going to have a cart that's got like 20 frozen pizzas in it, um, like 10 things of some type of soda, um, or if you're from out of St. Louis, pop, uh, uh, like five bags of chips. There'll be some type of like Hostess or Little Debbie product, which Hostess or Little Debbie, contact us about sponsoring. (laughs) We're not huge advocates of your product, but they taste good. They do taste good, and a lot of our non-listeners are into it, and maybe some of our listeners are into it, because there's nothing wrong with having it as long as it's in moderation. But if it most- fits my macros. <laughs> if it fits in my mouth. <laughs> um, so my point is, you can usually look at the person and have an idea of what their cart's going to look like, but I like to do it anyway. I like to take a picture of the cart, take a picture of the person if they're still there, but it, the cart, it just it, it blows my mind how similar every single one is. There's the frozen pizza, the soda, the chips, some type of like snack cake product. And then you'll see the person that is in, you know, relatively good shape. What's well, a diet the- soda product? <laughs> That's, oh, don't even get me started on that. Um, but then you'll see the person that you can tell takes care of themselves. They're not Arnold Schwarzenegger, but as we've talked about on this show, looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger is not indicative of great health. That just means you fucking took steroids and lifted fucking weight. You're a bro. How should I bro? <laughs> um, but and around here, it's easy because you know you, these. You get into the health, the fitness community, and you'll know people from the gym. You'll see them out, and you'll go, "Oh, you know that so and so from the gym." And you look in their cart. There's no frozen pizzas. There's no fucking bunch of soda pop. There's not a bunch of bags of chips. That doesn't mean that there's not anything bad in their cart. They might have their shit for their cheat day. They might have a little reward for their kid or something. That doesn't mean that like their cart's completely clean. But the point is, it doesn't consume the entire cart. It's not a fucking mountain of processed shit 
they might have one or two bad things. The rest will be the vegetables, the lean proteins. You might have some natural peanut butter in there. They'll have some almonds, some cashews. So this isn't stereotyping. It's just saying you can usually tell what the person that's pushing that cart is going to look like by looking at the contents of what's inside that cart. Every once in a while, I like to snap a picture of what our shopping cart looks like whenever we go to the store because that means that I'm not on one of my like bipolar weeks where I lose my mind and eat a bunch of bad shit. <laughs> that just means that week I was sticking to it. Yeah, let me send that picture out. But that's And that's why I like Deerberg because when I go there, it's mainly the people that I'll see from the gym. And you'll see their car and it's all these nice things. Then I go to Ballsack and it's fucking donuts and frozen pizzas and a bunch of people that weigh 900 pounds. But I tell you what, if any of you listening want a huge self-esteem boost, so what you do is you go out to your nearest Ballsack or whatever store that you want to go to. And I want you to I want you to go get some uh, some grilled chicken breast. I want you to get you some broccoli, some asparagus, some some good foods. Put them in your cart. And then I want you to just drive around the aisles, and I want you to start looking inside what everybody else is getting. And when you notice the chips and the frozen pizzas, and you notice the person that's pushing that cart looks like the fucking rock monster from Never Ending Story, <laughs> I want you to take a big deep breath. And go, damn, Sam was right. I feel so much better about myself. I'm ready to go home. I'm ready to eat some broccoli. And then I'm gonna do some I'm gonna do some laps around my neighborhood. I'm gonna work out a little bit and I'm gonna feel great. And that is what you gotta do to get that good feeling, that addiction to the healthy lifestyle. But hey, I mean, if at worst all you got from this is that going to your nearest ball sack and uh, making fun of the people that shop there make you feel better, whatever. That's your deal. I'm not advocating any bullying. I'm just saying that shopping cart comparison can make a big deal. So the next time you're at the store, I want you to take a picture of what's in your cart and I want you to send that shit. I want you to tweet it to at How Should I Bro or go to our Facebook page. Go to, go to How Should I Bro Facebook Send us the picture on there. I want to see what is inside your shopping carts. I want to know what the fuck you're buying. Even if it's a goof. Even if you want to fuck with me and go to some store and put like a bunch of dildos and yard gnomes <laughs> and shit in your cart and tweet us that. I don't I don't care. Yeah, if that's what you eat then. <laughs> yeah. If that's what you're eating then. Sure, you look really interesting. But send us those pictures. I want to see what's in your shopping How cart. How should they hashtag that? Uh... <laughs> Hashed, yeah, just send it to the uh, let's not do 30 day team Sam I want to keep that to just the uh, the result pictures so what would be a good hashtag for that um, hashtag how should I shopping cart <laughs> how should I cart <laughs> how, how should I shop yeah okay guys hashtag if you're on Twitter Instagram or Facebook take a picture and I want you to hashtag how should I shop and if you're on Instagram, definitely make sure you do hashtag how should I shop because I cannot wait to see some of these shopping carts and what you guys are buying. With that said, um, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this podcast up, but I want everybody to remember this. Sleep is necessary for all the recovery and all the good things that's going to go on inside your body after you broke it down all day. 
But sleep is only part of the equation. Outside of working out, getting your sleep, and eating right, make sure that you're prepping well by going to the grocery store and buying good quality non-processed foods. There needs to be more good stuff in your cart than there is bad stuff. So send us those pictures. Anyway, I'm Sam Richardson. You can find me on Twitter at Sam underscore the underscore trainer. And if you're on Facebook, make sure you like our page at How Should I Bro. Oh, my turn. Uh, and I'm Tim Pickerel. You can find me on Twitter at Tim Hates You, on Instagram at Onyx Ed Studios. And yeah, that's it for me. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for the subscribe. And we will see you on the next download.